Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Samuel chapter 19. Saul told his son Jonathan and all of his attendants to kill David. But Jonathan had taken a great liking to David and warned him, My father Saul is looking for a chance to kill you. Be on your guard tomorrow morning. Go into hiding and stay there. I will go out and stand with my father in the field where you are. I'll speak to him about you and will tell you what I find out. Jonathan spoke well of David to Saul, his father, and said to him, Let not the king do wrong to his servant David. He has not wronged you, and what he has done has benefited you greatly. He took his life in his hands when he killed the Philistine. The Lord won a great victory for all of Israel, and you saw it and were glad. Why then would you do wrong to an innocent man like David by killing him for no reason? Saul listened to Jonathan and took this oath. As surely as the Lord lives, David will not be put to death. So Jonathan called David and told him the whole conversation. He brought him to Saul, and David was with Saul as before. Once more, war broke out, and David went out and fought the Philistines. He struck them with such force that they fled before him. But an evil spirit from the Lord came on Saul as he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand. While David was playing the lyre, Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear. But David eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. That night, David made good his escape. Saul sent men to David's house to watch it and to kill him in the morning. But Michael, David's wife, warned him, If you don't run for your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Michael let David down through a window, and he fled and escaped. Then Michael took an idol and laid it on the bed, covering it with a garment and putting some goat's hair at the head. When Saul sent the men to capture David, Michael said, He's ill. Then Saul sent the men back to see David and told them, Bring him up to me on his bed so that I may kill him. But when the men entered, there was the idol in the bed, and at the head was some goat's hair. Saul said to Michael, Why did you deceive me like this and send my enemy away so that he escaped? Michael told him, He said to me, Let me get away. Why should I kill you? When David had fled and made his escape, he went to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. Then he and Samuel went to Naoth and stayed there. Word came to Saul, David is in Naoth at Ramah. So he sent men to capture him. But when they saw a group of prophets prophesying, with Samuel standing there as their leader, the Spirit of God came on Saul's men, and they also prophesied. Saul was told about it, and he sent more men, and they prophesied too. Saul sent men a third time, and they also prophesied. Finally, he himself left for Ramah and went to the great cistern at Seku. And he asked, Where are Samuel and David? Over in Naoth at Ramah, they said. So Saul went to Naoth at Ramah. But the Spirit of God came even on him, and he walked along prophesying until he came to Naoth. Saul stripped off his garments, and he too prophesied in Samuel's presence. He lay naked all that day and all that night. This is why people say, 
is Saul among the prophets. And so Saul hates David, and Jonathan loves him. And uh, Saul tries to enlist Jonathan to work against David. Verse 1, Saul told his son Jonathan and all of the servants, all of his attendants, to kill David. But Jonathan had taken a great liking to David and warned him. He said, my father Saul is looking for a chance to kill you, but I'm going to speak to him about you, and I'll tell you what I find out. So Jonathan went and spoke well on behalf of David to his father and reminded him that David had killed Goliath. He took his life in his hands and fighting Goliath, and the Lord won a great victory, and Saul was really happy about that back in the day. And then Jonathan asked his father, why would you kill an innocent man like David for no reason? And Saul listened to Jonathan, and he, and he took an oath. He swore, as surely as the Lord lives, David will not be put to death. And so things went back to normal for a while with David and Saul as a result of Jonathan's intervention. But once again, uh, war comes with the Philistines, and David is doing well in, in battle and spending time in Saul's court at the same time. And then an evil spirit comes on Saul, and he's jealous again of David and tries to kill him with his spear. Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear, but David eluded him, and uh, David escaped. Then Saul sent men to David's house to watch him there and to kill him the next morning. But Saul's daughter, Michael, David's wife, warned him, and uh, Michael let David down through a window, and he fled, and Michael put a, an idol with um, uh, some kind of sheep's hair wig on it, and when Saul's people came, they thought the idol was David sick in bed. And Saul said, well, bring me the bed with David in it. And of course, it wasn't David. So David escapes once again. And this time he goes to Samuel. And Samuel is at the school of the prophets in Naoth. It's, uh, it's generally believed that Samuel presided over these young prophets and mentored them. And David goes there. Now, take note of that. In, in verse 18, it says, When David had fled and made his escape, he went to Samuel at Ramah. Now, friends, think about that for just a moment. Here's Samuel with a school of the prophets. And Samuel, as you know, um, was one of the greatest prophets who ever lived. But David, on some level, was mentored by Samuel the prophet at the school of the prophets at this time. And so we know from the words of Jesus himself that David was a prophet. It's generally believed that under Samuel's instruction, David learned to flow in his prophetic gifting. And so this time at Ramah was very critical in David's life and David's future. Not only did Samuel protect David from Saul, but Samuel also mentored David in the things of the Lord and helped him. So he stayed with Samuel. Samuel went up to Naoth and and uh, David was there, and then Saul found out about it. Word came to Saul. David's at Naoth in Ramah with Samuel. So he sent men to capture him. But when the men came, they saw a group of prophets prophesying, with Samuel standing there as their leader. And the Spirit of God came on Saul's men. They also broke out in prophecy. Now this, of course, is the Holy Spirit was bringing them to a place of anointing and prophecy. And Saul was told about it. So Saul said that he would um, uh, send more men. And they too broke out in prophecy. And then finally Saul sent a third time. And this happened again. And then he decided to go himself. So Saul comes with, um, uh, with an army. And he asked, where are Samuel and David? Over in Naoth, they were told. 
So Saul went to Naoth and Ramah, but the Spirit of God came on Saul. And he walked along prophesying until he came to Naoth. Now, verse 24 says, He stripped off his garments, and he too prophesied in Samuel's presence. Now, this wasn't like taking off his clothes and being stark naked. This was taking off the emblems of his office as king. He took off his royal regalia that indicated he was the leader of the nation, and he humbled himself before God and before Samuel. And in so doing, the Spirit of the Lord worked on Saul once again, and he prophesied in Samuel's presence. And the the saying went out that Saul was a prophet himself because of his association with the Lord and his association with Samuel. So sadly, this chapter is a love-hate thing going on with Saul and, and David. With Jonathan's help, initially there's reconciliation between David and Saul. Um, with Samuel's help and intervention, David is protected from Saul, and Saul is there prophesying, and everything seems nice. But Saul, friends, has, has gone into apostasy. And so even though David escaped various attempts on his life with the help of Jonathan and uh, David's wife, Michael, and with Samuel's help, he ultimately was going to have to face Saul's murderous intentions again. And so, Lord, we recognize that your hand came on Saul time after time after time. Your Holy Spirit overshadowed him to the point where he was even able to prophesy and was considered one of the prophets. And Lord, yet David continued to stir up some kind of jealousy in Saul's heart and made him hateful towards David and caused him to sin again and again toward David and towards you. Lord, may we not be jealous. Lord, may we be sensitive to the moving of your Holy Spirit. Convict us, Lord, where our lives are not in agreement with your will. Convict us if there's anyone who has made us jealous and offended us, Lord. Help us to be forgiving. Help us to be reconciled with man and with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.